Paragimel Mishnah Vav. The Mishnah discusses the conundrum of Arba Asar Shechal Hiyos B'Shabbos. The year doesn't happen too often, but it does sometimes work out that the 14th of Nisan, Erev Pesach, falls out on Shabbos. Such an Erev Pesach will certainly be different from all other Erev Pesachim. You obviously won't be uh, busy burning chametz on such an Erev Pesach, so you can't do burn chametz on Shabbos. Rather, the most sure way to dispose of any remaining chametz on Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbos is to eat it. But of course, uh, before the beginning of the fifth hour of the day, that's you know around 11 o'clock a.m., when chametz becomes rabbinically forbidden for consumption. So this produces what uh, might feel like an anxiety-inducing situation in which, on the one hand, we need some chametz to fulfill the mitzvah of having the Shabbos meals with bread. And you can't do it with matzah because there Pesach, we don't have matzah. So we have to do it with bread. But it's you know down to the wire in terms of when there will be a mitzvah to be rid of all chametz. So this you know becomes a challenge. The Mishnah presents a dispute of Tanayim regarding whether in such a year there's a specific requirement to make sure that coming into Shabbos, there'll be Erev Pesach, that we only have just enough chametz needed to have the Shabbos meals, Friday night, Shabbos morning, with the bread, so that by the time those meals are finished, all the chametz is gone. It's being digested by the people who ate those meals. First Tana says, yes, there is such a requirement. He says, In such a year, there is a halachic requirement to make sure that all chametz is destroyed before. On Friday, Erev Shabbos, save for the bare minimum chametz will be needed to fulfill the obligation to have the two Shabbos meals with bread. The Mishnah doesn't address the problem of how to do the Sudashlishis in such a year. This, we're supposed to have another meal, usually that's late in the afternoon on Shabbos. Ideally, that should be with bread, we're supposed to wash that meal too. But certainly by that time, chametz is totally forbidden on a biblical level, and we can't have matzah either, we don't have matzah of Pesach. So what does one do? The two options offered by the postgim are either to uh, do things very early, finish davening in the morning much earlier than usual, have the first meal you know, with bread, with challah, and then bench, then you'll go for a walk, take a little break, and then have another quick meal with bread, you have the kazayas fulfill the minimal of that, and that counts as the suda shlishis. Alternatively, if that's not practical, the advice of the postgim is to you know, finish up that morning meal with challah, and you know, wrap everything up, make sure there's no leftover chametz, and then in the afternoon, one fulfills the suda shlishis obligation in such a year, with other foods, you won't wash, love other you know, fruits, fish, etc. But a person has to make sure not to fill up too much, so he'll have a nice appetite for the upcoming Seder that night, Motzei Shabbos. So in any case, the Mishnah says, These are the words of Rebbe Meir. Again, Rebbe Meir is saying there is a halachic requirement to get rid of all chametz except for exactly the amount of chametz that this family will need for their two Shabbos meals. However, the Chum say there's no such requirement. Even if coming into Shabbos or Pesach, a person has more than his family needs, that's okay. We assume that between the family or maybe other guests, they'll be up to the job making sure that all of that chametz has been eaten up or flushed away. They'll make sure to get rid of it. So according to the Chum, there's no specific you know, obligation to 
advance the, the mitzvah of getting rid of basically all the chametz the day before, you basically do it as you normally would, and uh, we trust that they'll be able to get rid of it. Obviously, they're not going to be burning the chametz on Shabbos, but we trust they'll be able to, one way or the other, get rid of it. Presumably, the Chum agree that one should try to you know, plan somewhat and not to come into Shabbos with a ton of chametz, which should be realistic, but the point is the Chum are saying there's no you know, obligation to you know, ration things. We're remar saying that should only be exactly uh, enough for the meal itself. Now, the Chachamim make no distinction between chametz that's chulin versus chametz that's truma. The Mishnah brings a third opinion who does distinguish between these things. That is Rabbi Elazar Bart Sadok Omer, Truma Melifnea Shabbos. Regarding chametz, that's truma, it's the coming to the truma portion, that must be disposed of before Shabbos. Bechulin Mizmanon. Regarding non truma chametz, I agree with the Chachamim that we trust they'll be able to dispose of that on Shabbos. I'll make sure you'll get other people to help if necessary to eat all of that. You could enlist other people or even you'll feed it to animals. And that'll do the job of getting rid of it. But those solutions don't apply to truma of chametz, because of course only Kohanim could have truma. So they can't just invite random people to help eat it or feed that to their animals. Truma can only be eaten by the Kohanim themselves. So that may prove challenging when it comes down to it to actually get rid of that before the Chametz prohibition begins. So Rilazar Bratzadok says regarding Chametz that's truma, one does have to be very careful and ration that and only uh, keep going into Shabbos the amount that's absolutely needed for the meals.